0: Akashic records. So what are Akashic records, firstly? So, well, whatever you know right now, let's forget about that for now. So I always say when you're you're in a place to learn, put aside what you know. Like Bruce Lee used to say, empty your mind, right? Or a lot of um, ancient wisdom has taught us empty your cup because if your cup is full if this is already full you can't put anything in it it's just going to overflow if you already think you already know it nothing's going to go in so just empty your mind forget what you know for a moment it will actually help you access the akashic records which we're going to talk about so Judgment. Judgment is something that we do when we perceive information. We perceive objects, information. Anything within the illusion is perceptional. Everything. Time is perceptional. That's why time can be slowed down. I do a lot of videos on how to slow down time. Right? Why it often feels like I do a lot and I manage to do a lot is because I slow down time. Perception of time. <laughs> Obviously there's 24 hours a day but the perception of time is slowed down. So my 24 hours seems like in comparison to when I was in lower states of consciousness, my 24 hours in in comparison seems like it lasts about a week. So what I could do in a week, I can do in 24 hours because it's the illusion that keeps you in the limits. So you have been conditioned since you were children to believe that you need to learn from external sources. That's why you're here today. I'm here to tell you you don't. Most of what I know doesn't come from external sources. A lot of people ask me where, where, How do you know what you know? Like I did a live the other day on mantras. Well, there is external information. But external information is signposts. It's just like you have a dream. And you forget what happened in the dream. When you're here now, in this lifetime. You're just remembering who the fuck you are and what you already knew. Right, so when you're caught up with the illusion and still stuck in that condition mindset I need to learn from external sources so people are like I need more information it's wrong it's wrong you don't need more information you need less information and understand less information better less is more so I don't I don't take in a lot of information. So I read a lot of books, but I do not read all the books. I have a lot of books, but I do not read a lot. I have a lot of books, but I do not read a lot. So where does the wisdom come from? It's not coming from the books. The wisdom doesn't come from the books. We have a really poorly conditioned humanity out there right now, which believes and they're still happening right now. My children are becoming the same and I'm trying to break it as much as possible. But it's very difficult when you're in a schooling system because school, what it does, it teaches you what to think. It doesn't teach you how to think. It doesn't doesn't teach you to remember who the fuck you are. So if anything, it takes you away from truth. It takes you away from what you already was. So as you grow older, a lot of the time, what you're doing is just unlearning shit. Because most of, that's what's happened for me. So this is why I don't take in a lot of new information. Unfortunately, like I know some of you even send me information in my DMs and stuff. I can't watch it. I can't take it in. It's not that I won't ever it depends on whether it feels right it's just when you've been through so much information out there you've got to be very careful with what you keep taking in right so i've done a lot of unlearning and i continue to unlearn so i can remember so the Akashic Record, now I'll talk about this in a number of different ways. I'll talk about Akashic Record Chakra 9. Okay. For me, it's a reference point because I know where it is. And it helps to know where, to, where the library is. So uh, that's another thing I want to talk about. People refer to it as a library. Okay. It's not a place where you get books. So what is the Akashic Records? Well, let's demystify it. Firstly, not a place you get books. You're not going there and reading books. Forget this idea of it being a place, a bookstore. Okay. Um, there again, a lot of misinformation out there. People are getting stuff in their mind. Like this is what it should be like. Akashic Records. Now, I never really learned anything about Akashic Records. Very little. I heard about it a little bit here and there, saw references to it. So how did I discover the Akashic Records? Well, Enlightenment showed me the Akashic Records, so God showed me the Akashic Records. Or what I started to label as the Akashic Records, because I heard something referenced called the Akashic Records. None of what I learned out there about the Akashic Records was true. None of it. So. Doesn't make it wrong. It just wasn't my truth. Right? Doesn't make it wrong. It just wasn't my truth. So everyone's truth. What is the truth? Well, it's whatever you fucking believe to be true, I suppose. Um, in this world in that limited form of what a truth or belief is what you believe to be true but then there's an essence of truth the truth behind all that is and that is an underlying truth that echoes through eternity now maybe distorted a little bit here and there the way is explained this is why you get different religions explaining the different same thing but in different ways So why one one calls a divine why? One calls it Allah. One calls it Jesus. One calls it whatever, right? It doesn't matter. It's labels, mental constructs. So in this world, we create mental constructs and label things just purely for understanding. Purely for understanding. That's all it is. So do not ever get caught up on the labels. Do not ever get caught up on the labels. Do not matter. You can call it whatever you like. As long as you like believing in God and knowing God or the divine, whatever you want to call it, you'll often hear me say God and divine interchangeably. you know, it's the same thing. So, you know, for me, the source of all information and all wisdom and all intelligence is God, the divine. I'm never going to be beyond that. That's where everything comes from. That's what I connect to when I say, look, I don't know when I'm going to do a live. I don't know what it's going to be about next. I mean, it's only two days ago I did one about mantras. The divine told me an hour before I did that live, you're going to talk about mantras. Do I know what I'm going to talk about when I turn up on the live? It lasted two hours. No. I just know I'm going to talk about mantras and I'm going to go live. So where does the information come from? It's the Akashic Records. So let's demystify the akashic record you're using it all the time it's not something that you need to gain access to there's no special fucking key there's nowhere to go to find it it's your unconscious mind your unconscious mind is the doorway to the akashic records your conscious mind as i've often said processes 128 to 300 bits of information per second your unconscious mind 4.3 4.3 to 20 million bits of information per second. So it's a lot more powerful. So I've often spoke about the seven chakras, solar plexa, um, root chakra, solar plexus, sacral chakra, heart chakra, throat chakra, third eye chakra, crown chakra. Everyone knows the seven chakras. Now I discovered 14 chakras during enlightenment. Now I didn't learn about these. I didn't read about these. So where do I discover about 14 chakras? How do I know the information about the 14 chakras? If I didn't learn it externally. well, it came from God and the Akashic records. Akashic records is a part of the 14 chakra system that I speak about. Now, those are the only ones I've discovered yet because I'm still on the journey, I may discover more. And only this page will be the place to show it, share it because that's what it's all about, it's a journey. So other things, like there's a lot of stuff I continue to learn and know that I do not learn from external sources. So there's a few things I'm going to talk about today. All right, firstly, we're going to demystify what the Akashic Records are and are not. I'm going to talk about the unconscious mind. And reference to the unconscious mind as the eighth chakra. Okay. Uh, Your first connection to God's intelligence, if you like. Ninth chakra is the Akashic Records. Tenth chakra is God consciousness realms. Eleventh chakra is Nirvana bliss, the realm of pure bliss. Twelve is heaven. Thirteen, the cosmic realms. So we all astrology and the other multiple dimensions and everything come into it. Fourteenth, celestial realms. Okay, this is the ultimate light beings. Okay, which we are all connected to. None of us are excluded, unfortunately. <laughs> Whether people remember or not in this lifetime is another story. But that's not my job. God's looking after all of that. Um, what else am I going to talk about today? Well, what you know and what you learn. There's a massive difference between what you know... And what you learn. There's a massive difference between knowledge and wisdom. You've got to remember God, the divine, is the dot connector. It's what connects the dots. So in the dysfunctional world, there's human beings that have been conditioned to believe they need to learn to know. This is the problem. Human beings have been conditioned since they've been born. They need to learn to know. Some of you may actually believe that. That you need to learn in order to know. You do not. You do not need to learn to know. I know that for fact. Because I do not do a lot of external learning. So how the fuck do I know? Where, does it, where is it coming from? I didn't know. But now it starts to make sense. The other thing I want to talk about is past lives. Connecting with your past lives. Now whether you believe in rebirth and past lives is another story. You don't need to believe in having past lives to have had them. You've all had them. You just don't remember them. So what I'm going to talk about today is hopefully going to open you up to remembering your past lives as well. Because I'm remembering mine. I've remembered quite a few already. And I've spoke about them. A lot of my Qi gong stuff. As a past life. As a Qigong master. Now I learned a little bit of Qigong. But nowhere near enough for me to be. As proficient as I am with Qigong. Nowhere. I did not learn enough Qigong. Externally. To. For it to be possible for me to know what I know. About Qigong. And. The way that I practice it. Same with breath work. So past lives, you can gain the knowledge and the wisdom of your past lives and bring it back into this life. So what you learned in your past lives, because in a lot of past lives, you got really high in your level of consciousness. You just do not remember. You was very, very high in past lives. Many of you. The fact that you're on this life. In this fucking lifetime. Is proof. That in a past life. You was at a very high level of consciousness. You just didn't complete the journey. Because if you completed the journey. You wouldn't be here again like me. Because once you complete the journey. You don't come back. That's the end of suffering. In the illusion. So to to gain true freedom from the matrix, there's only one way, true enlightenment. Pure detachment from the illusion, Maya. You've got to understand, it was never real. So you keep coming back into this world, into these experiences, in different lives, to remember, finally, and wake up to the fact whilst you're here, it's not real, so you can play with it better. When you play with it better, miracles start to happen. That's the divine change in the music, not me. (laughs) <laughs> I like the beat. Thank you, God. What else we got today? Okay, let's move on with it. Okay, so the Akashic records, what they are not is somewhere you need to go. You don't need to travel there. You can access it instantly all the fucking time. So, you know, I use it all the time. I speak from it. Inspiration, wisdom comes from it. Where does creativity come from? How do you create stuff that's never been created before? It's never been created before because you didn't learn it. So creativity is an act of connecting to your Akashic records. So practicing creativity, this is why I love to create stuff. I like to create content because creating content is is a passion of mine because it's creativity. Creating the post, I create every post of mine. I create the text, I create the graphics because it's creativity. In this life, you're either a destructive mindset or you're a creative mindset. It goes one way or the other. You either destroy or you create. So you either destroy yourself. And you have destructive thoughts. Which work against you. Which keeps destroying you. Or you have creative thoughts. Which create you. And you keep creating more. It's the only way it goes. Don't over complicate it. As I say I just take the bullshit out of all of this. Right. cashier records. Nowhere to go. It's not some mystical fucking thing. Okay. You've got seven chakras in the body. Eighth chakra here, unconscious mind. Connect to that. First connection to God and God's intelligence, divine intelligence. Ninth chakra is above that. Okay, Now, that's how I see it. You don't have to see it in the same way. These are just my reference points. As I said, labels and mental constructs. But I've got to understand it, right? So that I can explain it. How can I explain something that is typically unexplainable otherwise? I've got to somehow make it make sense. So please do not get hooked up on the labels. So, knife chakra. It's here, okay? I just know it's here and I'm going here somewhere. I'm not going in here to get the information because this is full of shit most of the time. I'm going out here. I'm not going in the body. I'm going out of body. Out of body experience. Connecting with spirit. Because that's true. That's pure. You're transcended the mind and body then. Your soul. Your spirit. So when your soul, your spirit. And you're connecting with consciousness there. You're not coming from a limited consciousness perspective. You got out the fucking way. That consciousness can flow. Akashic Records is just a flow of information. It just trickles down. You know, I spoke about the Shishumna channel being here in the body, the seven chakras. It continues above your head and it keeps going up, right? And then it's like an elevator. It visualized like an elevator, just keeps going into, into higher dimensions. Okay, and I spoke about the 14 dimensions, 14 chakras that I've just spoke about earlier today. So as you keep in mind This elevator metaphor. You go one step at a time. So first step is getting out of the body into unconscious mind, unconscious intelligence, eighth chakra connect to divine intelligence. Divine intelligence showed me the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records is a place out of body. Out of mind out of at least this mind you know there's there's a eternal mind which everything is a part of do not forget so there's there's this mind the brain mind the limited mind and then there's the eternal mind of god okay which you are still going to be a part of there has to be that for everything else and all the experiences out of the body to exist and for all experiences and other dimensions to exist so there has to be a mind there has to be intelligence So when your body and mind is no longer there your limited mind you're left with God's mind not your mind God's mind God's mind is pure so is your real mind your mind is pure my mind is becoming more and more purer as I continue to do the work and it gives me easier instant access to the Akashic Records it's as simple as that so, the more I keep getting out of the way, the easier it is, is to know. So I do not need to read the books to know. You know, just, um I just done a poster reel about the whole point that, exactly what I've just said there, and someone's comment was, I've got a great book you should read on this. I mean that was the whole fucking point, you don't need a book to learn about this. <laughs> um, so someone clearly missed the point like you don't need it you really need less information external information get little bits of the information and make sense of it properly like when i learned neuro-linguistic programming and i became a master nlp practitioner i focused on the most important concepts and i mastered those it's the easiest way so anything I learn Wing Chun Kung Fu what's the most important concepts I've, I've took a lot in what's the most important concepts out of everything I've taken in now let me focus on in on that the Akashic Records is the source of mastery. Right there's knowing and then there's mastering two completely different things knowing a little bit of shit about a lots of information is fucking useless. fucking useless knowing lots of information about lots of fucking different things and never doing anything up with it it's fucking useless it's pointless but here people are feed me more give me more information I need to know more you do not need to fucking know more you need to fucking understand it's a big difference a massive difference like why, why read ten fucking books on Taoism when you do not even understand yin yang why read the whole of the Guru Granth Sahib when you don't even understand the first text the Mool Mantra why read And try to understand the whole Bible when you haven't even read the first fucking page and understood the first fucking page properly. Because most of the time, most of the books you read, even the ancient texts, even the Guru Granth Sahib, even the Bible, even the Quran, even the Bhagavad Gita, the most important stuff is in the first few pages. And it was done on purpose because God is smarter than everyone else. And God is the one that put all that fucking information there. And he knew. The smart motherfuckers are going to read the first few pages and get it straight away. The dumb motherfuckers are going to keep looking for the details. Hope you're getting it. Right? So. Don't focus on the detail. Focus on knowing less and understanding more. So what you know is not what you learn. You already knew the day you was born everything you needed to know about this lifetime that you was about to live. Not only that, you came in with the knowledge and wisdom of the past fucking lives that you've already lived. But, what they did is put you in school, and didn't teach you how to access the Akashic records. They taught you how to read other fucking books. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. <laughs> right? All the nursery rhymes, and all the stories, and then you're just learning stories all the time. Then you're hooked on stories. I want to learn more stories. I want to hear more stories. Mom, read me a story. That's how they get you. Right from the day you're fucking born. All you ever want to do is hear stories. All you want to ever do is learn more. Because what does school teach you? You need to learn to know. If you want to learn about this, you want to know this, you better learn it. So that's what everyone believes. I know for fact you do not need to learn externally to know. I am a proven living fact of that. Cuz I do not learn a lot. Okay, not saying you do not learn from external. So as I said, external information is signpost. It's been put out there as information within the illusion. Because within the illusion, the truth is laced within the tapestry of the illusion. So within Maya, the illusion here, 3D physical realm, it's all Maya, illusion. This me, I am Maya. I'm not real. I'm real here in the illusion. You got to get that. That's why I put the post up yesterday and someone like, what do you mean by that in in the Matrix? Right? In the Matrix. The kid goes, look. The the post is is on my Instagram page, right? Everyone knows this this thing from the um, from the Matrix. Right? Do not try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Instead, only try to realise the truth. What truth? Says Neo. There is no spoon. How many people are caught up with all the rest of the fucking bullshit? In the film and didn't even get the most important concept. That was the most important one. There is a lot of important concepts. But if you don't get that one. You're not going to get the rest. Like, this is why I'm always bringing up Maya illusion. Like, if you can't get that bit, you're not going to get the rest. So you got to get the basics, man. you got to master the basics. So the basics are breath. The basics are music, love, nature. The basics are conscious and unconscious mind. I mean how many human beings do not even know that their unconscious mind processes 4.3 to 20 million bits of information per second and they're trying to use their conscious intellect which is processing 128 to 300 bits of information per second to find the fucking truth. It's never gonna fucking happen is it? So this is why we've got to step up and just be the ones like as we discover it one by one we share it you know there's no harm in sharing there's no fun in waking by yourself well there is <laughs> it's a lot more fun if others do uh, do come along with you <laughs> so what you know and what you learn very different things knowledge and wisdom two completely different things okay The dot connector is the divine, okay? We do not need to connect the dots with the intellect. Forget about this idea of trying to piece it all together, trying to put the jigsaw puzzle together. I used to try to do this. I spent 44 years of my life, or 43, because last year I stopped doing that when I went into enlightenment. But all of that time before, seeking, meditating, doing this, pranayama, yoga, meditation, listen to this guru, listen to that guru. And don't get me wrong, gurus are important. Gurus are very important. I've got I had a lot of very important gurus in my life, you know. Um, some of the ones that I've often spoke about, very influential for me. Obviously, the the ten gurus and Guru Granth Sahib, um, you know, massively. Um, Shiva consciousness, Christ consciousness, Buddha consciousness. These are my gurus. Buddha, um, also. Um, Stuart Wild There's many more Ramana Maharishi Krishnamurti Sadhguru. more recently Is pretty good Not sure about the agendas and stuff But I hope the information is good You know What we shouldn't do is judge people That are providing the information Don't shoot the messenger man Like just Sometimes there's, you know, people say, oh, these are celebrities. They're all part of this and that. But, you know, some some people say good stuff. Just listen. It doesn't matter who's saying it. it doesn't matter who said it. Just listen to what they're saying. The message is the most important fucking thing. Like, people look at me and they say, "Spiky here, got a chain on. He ain't going to know anything about high consciousness. I need to listen to Sadhguru. He's got a turban on. He must know because he's got a turban. That's how stupid people are. You know? Like, they expect a guru. Like, even now, you look on Instagram, there's some people that are dressing up like the gurus to make themselves into gurus. I don't play that bullshit. I'm not going to put a fucking turban on and pretend I'm something I'm not. It's all bullshit. Why are you fucking with the illusion? It's all illusion. When I first started doing my videos on this page, I had tattoos on my face and everything because I was saying, this is all illusion. I don't give a fuck what I look like and how people see me because the right people are gonna listen to me and the wrong people are gonna look at me. You hear that? The right people are gonna listen to me and the wrong people are gonna look at me and judge me. And that's what's gonna happen to all of you, my friends. Especially when you awaken. When you start speaking your truth. But I don't give a fuck. Because my truth is my truth. Your truth is your truth. And you should not give a fuck. Because I can guarantee you something. People will take you away from your truth. And you can't allow for that to happen. Because mostly. It's not going to be in alignment with other people's truths. Like most of the stuff I speak about on my page. You will never hear it anywhere else. I know that. I've done the same thing with my stock market trading business stuff. I know I teach stuff nobody else teaches. That's why people pay me thousands and thousands of pounds in that industry. To learn what I teach. Because. I know it doesn't exist anywhere else. Because it's a part of the Akashic Records I'm getting it from. Even that were even in that world I used that power. That's where that's how I mastered the stock markets. That's how I mastered the financial markets with the power of the Akashi And funny enough, it's Fibonacci that I specialize in. Even with trading, which is geometry. Sacred knowledge and wisdom is what I use to master the markets. Yeah, there's very few on our frequency. Very few. I mean, there's actually, the way God shows me, there's a few lights have come on. A few lights, a few thousand lights. Just to put things into perspective, in the amount of billions of people on this planet, only a few thousand lights switched on in the last two years. I mean lights, I'll say everyone is, every human being has a light. And it's either switched on or it's not. Like you look in my eyes, you see my light is switched on. Look in other people's eyes, you will see the difference. When you will know when someone's light is switched on and when it's off. You have the eyes to see, you will see. So... There's a lot of things that you need to understand about like knowledge and wisdom. Like when you learn from books, like I've got books here. Right. I wrote a book, right? The reason my book is 80 pages long. The reason my book is 80 pages long and you know, I was reading A Course in Miracles the other day and it's like 2,000 fucking pages long. I am never ever going to read 2,000 pages of that book because I know even if I read all 2,000 pages of The Course in Miracles, I will still not know the truth because it doesn't come from reading. (laughs) Right? So, my book... Is only 80 pages long because it's a practical it's a practical because it's a practical with signposts there are 54 topics that I discuss and I discuss the 12 Jungian archetypes to live by to live in this dream consciousness to the highest potential because this is a dream (laughs) this book is like this is a dream when I say illusion like a dream is an illusion right it's temporary so the way that I understand Maya the illusion or the matrix or what is the false reality here my book is called live the dream live the dream the link is in the bio it's on on Amazon it's my book it's on my page the link is in the bio Live the Dream, it's called Live the Dream, A Guide to Enlightenment and Freedom from the Matrix by Cam Dadwa. Link is in the bio. It's only 4 dollars on Kindle. I mean, if I had a chance to pay five pounds to fucking learn the truth, I would. <laughs> or some of the truth at least. Now this is another book, this is a good book. Leonard Orr, Breaking the Death Habit. This is a lot about breath work and stuff, and you know, breath being the king and queen of higher consciousness. This is a great book, also Live Dangerously. I've got thousands of books, and I will still buy books, but what I'm trying to get at is, the books like these, a lot of the books, like, I won't read this whole book. I will never read the whole book from the page. From the, I have done, but I just won't ever do it again. I will never read a book ever again from the beginning to the end. My book, I do. Okay, I've read my book from beginning to the end a number of times. Because it's easy to read. Okay, it's nice and big text. It's for creative minds like me that do not like too much fucking nonsense. You know, creative minds don't like too much information. We just don't. This book, 134 pages, a bit more manageable, but again, I'm not going to read the whole book. Okay, so what I would do is I go through the book, the topics, right? So this is how you use the power of the Akashic Records to get the most out of all the information you got outside. So you've got information out there in the illusion because the divine intelligence has placed information within the illusion so that you can remember your truth, right? So these books are signposts. Like when you're on a road and you're trying to find your way somewhere, and you're going off track, or you want to just know where you are, and you say, okay, where is the truth? Right? What God will do will often guide you to sources of information. But you've got to be in that right state of mind. You've got to be in that flow, that universal flow. So I get in the flow and divine guides me. Like even my posts, sometimes I repost posts, but most of my posts are my own posts, but sometimes I repost posts. But I do not use social media, meaning I do not consume information. I am not a consumer, I am a producer. Remember in this world, you either become consumers or you become producers. You become consumers of the products that are created or you create the products. So that's like with physical products and also information. You either produce the information or you consume the information. Yeah, Breaking the Death Habit by Leonard Orr, that book, the other one. Also Live Dangerously, great book. I mean, these are just books randomly I just picked up off my bookshelf, just to show the importance of, I'm not recommending these books or anything, but these are books that I picked up off my bookshelf to remind you that those external sources are just signposts so divine will say you might get inspiration intuition or book might keep showing up somewhere somehow in your experience in your field of vision you keep hearing about something will guide you towards it and you start reading it okay um one of the first books a lot of people have, funny enough in my sort of age group have picked up um like spirituality wise and got on got on the journey i've got a lot of older books as well now one of the main books the opening of the third eye by dr douglas baker okay which is that book that fell off my bookshelf three times my dad was reading on the back he wrote wrote the words the truth is high higher still is truthful living and because my dad died when i was seven and the book fell off my bookshelf Three times when I was 15, I picked it up and I've been reading it since. And that book helped me open the third eye. But that one book, I didn't have to read 20, 30, 40, 50 books. That one book, The Divine Intelligence, made it fall off my bookshelf three times when I was a teenager. When I was 15 years old, I picked it up and said, why the fuck did this book fall off again? Then I picked it up. Then I found my dad wrote a message on the back because I never heard my dad speak. Because my dad had motor neuron disease, he couldn't speak. Okay, he was disabled from the waist down and he died when he was 32 years old. But he left a message. So through my, the divine worked for my dad to gain that knowledge and wisdom and he understood it but couldn't share it because he couldn't talk. So he wrote because he could write. He wrote a message on the back of the book. Maybe knowing one day, maybe one of his children may pick it up. And what happened i picked it up and i read it the truth is high highest store, truthful living my dad wrote on the back of the book so i have been i became obsessed with since i was 15 years old i'm 44 years old now with how do i open my third eye and what is the truth and how do i live the truth so those are my those have been my obsessions since i've been 15 years old so that's an example of how the divine led me to external information a book Be careful with picking up loads of information or books because people are constantly recommending books on Instagram, social media, Facebook, whatever. Because you're going to pick up loads. Okay, I fell into this trap. I've got courses I've bought that I've never finished. I've got books that I've picked up I've never read. So some of them are not meant to be. That's why. You're only going to read the ones that were meant to be. everything is as it's meant to be everything everything is always as it's meant to be it never isn't I'm starting at 41 where you're at 15 well I've done uh, 30 years of work for you mate so you can do it in three So yeah. Don't worry about that. I've done the 30 years work you don't need to do. You're in the right place. Okay. So talked a lot about Akashic records today. Hopefully it's given you um, some insights into what it isn't and what it is. And firstly, you all got access to them. No key needed. Okay. So universal flow is important. Keep getting a flow with nature rhythm of the universe. I talk about the Tao. The Taoist way is do nothing then do everything. When I say do nothing, let go completely let go, like, let go just be. I spend a good few hours a day in that mode. But because I spend two hours, three hours, probably longer, actually, because I do probably an hour meditation in the morning. I'm always in that state of mind where I'm lowering my brainwave frequency so time slows down. So then when time slows down and I've got all that inspiration and all that wisdom, I'm 44 years old. But again, actually we're talking, keep talking about age here right now. Something that we've also learned to do, remember, like aging Like if we keep, everyone has a birthday every year, but really you don't have a birthday every year. You was only born fucking once. You do not have a birthday every year. But people record their birthday every year, so there's a concept of getting eight, there's a a concept, a perception of I should be getting older because I'm counting my age. I am actually planning from next year no longer to count my birthdays. Just like Prince decided to do. So I'm gonna be 44 years old forever. And see how it goes. I'm gonna be interested to see if I age less. So at 15 years old i became obsessed because of that book the opening of the third eye by dr douglas baker with opening my third eye and the truth and then living the truth so my dad left that message on the back of the book so this is why i say you need less information but you need to understand it better you do not need more information it's a bad habit gaining more information and thinking that more knowledge and more information and learning more is the path to truth. is not. A lot of this is unlearning and taking layers off the onion. And every time you take one layer off, like people say find yourself, not really finding yourself because you are you. You do not need to find your higher self. Your higher self has not gone anywhere. Never has. Never did go anywhere. It never will go anywhere. You do not need to find your higher self. You do not need to find yourself. You are you. You just need to remember who the fuck you are. And and how do you remember who the fuck you are? You gotta forget the nonsense that's been fed to you. So this is a lot of unlearning unlearning shedding layers right the metaphors the snake shedding the skin old skin shed old skin shed your old layers that do not serve you you know so this is why i i shed layers okay if something has not been working for me i take it off i used to smoke cigarettes were not serving me stop smoking Used to drink alcohol. Was not serving me. Killed my brother at the age of 43 years old. Alcohol. So I stopped drinking alcohol. Because it does not serve me. Funnily enough it's called spirit. Kills the spirit. Right. So we need to get rid of what is not serving us. One by one. And as you develop more and more better habits and you unlearn the bad habits, you develop more better habits, you start to remember what's right and what's wrong, naturally. Okay, but conditioning has got us caught up with this. As I said, we went to school and we started to learn and believe that we need to learn from external. We have teachers, they must be the one to teach us. They teach us that we need to learn from the books. So we get conditioned to believe we need to learn from the books. This is why everyone is in this state. You do not need the teachers. You do not need the books. Okay, that's what the school has taught us. The schools have taught us. That's a schooling system. Okay, now we do need teachers of this nature, you know, not teaching what we learned there, because at school they're teaching you what what they're teaching you what to think. They're not teaching you how to think. Right? So, Few people have joined us a bit later on here today. We are talking about Akashic records. And we've been demystifying the Akashic records, and we're talking a lot about the difference between knowledge and wisdom. So, knowledge is gain. Uh, knowledge is learnt. Okay, knowledge is learnt. So that's learning. Knowledge. You take everything is information. So in the illusion, Maya illusion, it's all information. So like in the Matrix movie. When Neo sees through the illusion, everything just becomes code. So we are just decoding machines. We are information perceivers and we decode the illusion. We decode the illusion. Now within the tapestry of the illusion is specks of truth. Now if we through intellect try to piece it together it's near to impossible How often do I go live um I it depends it's divine timing divine whenever the divine calls for me to do this I do not make choices and decisions in the, of that nature, really. I do not choose. So this is what we're talking about. There's intellect and there's intelligence and they're two very different things. I've, I do not use intellect a lot. Intellect is trying to figure shit out. Intellect is planning. Intellect is, okay, I'm gonna do this and then I'm gonna do that. And then I, this means this and this means that. That's intellect. I do not work like that. Intelligence does not need intellect. Intelligence is automatic. This is automatic. right it's automatic unconscious intelligence is automatic that's why my blood pumps through my veins without me thinking about it that's why my heart is pumping without me asking for a heartbeat that's why I can breathe without trying to breathe because it's unconscious intelligence so unconscious intelligence is where the Akashic records is Akashic records so I said is the ninth chakra I've discussed all 14 chakras today. If anyone's missed this live, you can catch the recording later, but I've already discussed all 14 chakras. The ninth chakra is the Akashic Records. So the Akashic Records, you're always connected to them. I'm connected to it now. So I only had inspiration today, two hours before I went live, To do a live today on Akashic Records. So how does that come about? Well, I will be probably sitting in my garden. Watching the clouds, more than likely. Or I'll go for a walk in nature. And I will have inspiration. What is inspiration? Inspiration. In spirit. Because when I'm in spirit, I get intuition. What is intuition? I am intuition. Means I'm being taught. By who? I'm being taught by the divine. I am intuition with the divine. I'm being taught. That's the true guru. That's the eternal guru. It's the only guru that you need. That is the source and wisdom, source of all wisdom and knowledge. And the Akashic Record is a part of that. So think of it as the mind of God. And you've got access to it all the time. You can dip into it whenever you want. I just get information whenever I need it. The information is always there. Like sometimes I do ask me anything lives. I just come live and I say, look, I don't really know what to talk about. Divine says, just go live and let people ask you questions. And how do I know the answers that to the questions people ask me? If I haven't learned the information? It's the Akashic Records. Because I just download the information. So you've got to be open to receive, right? Because if you keep thinking you know it or you keep thinking you need to learn to know, it's not going to happen. I don't think like that. I don't need to know anything. I don't need to learn. It will just come to me. It's a completely different way of being to the way people have been conditioned. So the other powerful thing about the akashic records is past lives. Okay so if that is the memory so where we're looking at signposts of information so everything here is external information these are signposts. Now what I, why I said is I do not read all the books is because what will happen is I will read a little bit of those books. No need to find a guru. You are your best guru. Your guru is within. Divine intelligence is the guru. There is only one enlightener. Or in Sikhism, we call it Wai Guru, the wondrous enlightener. Okay, call it what you like God, divine, Christ. Doesn't matter what you call it, just know it's there. It will teach you everything you need to know. So that's all, that's what I I get my knowledge and wisdom from. So the other day I talked about mantras, okay? Yes, I learnt the mantras. I spoke about, um, you know, learning the Mool Mantra when I was six and then learning the Gayatri Mantra, um, Om Mani Padme et etc. But how about the knowledge and the wisdom behind it? That's from the Akashic Records. That's where the dot connector, God comes to play, not you. You get out the way. You do not need to put the pieces of the puzzle together. You just take the information in, let the information sit, and let God do the rest. Or let your higher self do the rest. Okay? Let your higher self do the rest. So, like here, when I open this live, I say, just take the information in. Do not turn up here and start judging information. Okay? Some people will look at me and they'll be too busy looking at me, they won't listen to me. Right. Do not miss the messages. Listen. Listen to the messages. So. Just give me a moment. lost connection to source there. Okay, so that's an example of when conscious thoughts come in the way so your conscious thoughts are what get in the way your unconscious mind is unconscious it doesn't need conscious thinking conscious thinking is intellect right getting hot now conscious thinking is intellect intelligence is unconscious intelligence that's why it can run your body without thinking do you need to think about heartbeats? Do you need to think about blood pumping through your body? Do you need to think about staying alive when you go to sleep? No, you fucking do not. What evidence do you need The power is already there? What evidence do you need The power is already there? So when you take the information from external sources those signposts if you was meant to come across that information and know more about that in this lifetime it will connect in your mind and the knowledge will turn into wisdom. Knowledge is learnt wisdom is gained. Knowledge is learnt wisdom is gained knowledge is learned from books wisdom is gained from understanding what you learnt does that make sense please understand the difference because these are the basics but if you do not understand the basics forget the rest if you do not understand the difference between knowledge and wisdom Do you not understand the difference between conscious and unconscious? Start with the basics, please. When you are in tune with unconscious mind. Because when you're dead, your unconscious mind is still there. That's eternal. That's the eternal you. It's your conscious mind that dies. Your unconscious mind and soul is eternal. But your unconscious mind and soul is eternal. But it's going to keep manifesting itself into a new reality in this 3D Maya illusion until you get it. Until you finally understand the true essence and true nature of yourself. The lifetime that you understand your true essence and true nature of yourself Like, this was my lifetime to get it. It's not the lifetime for everyone. But my past lives were very important to understand this. So during enlightenment, God showed me a lot. Why my dad died, why my brother died, why I had to learn this from that. All the stuff that was bad What I labelled as bad Because there actually is no good and bad Because my dad dying was an experience My brother dying was an experience I labelled them as bad As human beings do We label things We are the labelers The divine doesn't label shit The divine just is And it all is beautiful Exactly as it's supposed to be So I understand the beauty of and my dad dying. I understand the beauty and my brother passing. I understand the divine connection between us three that created this trinity because they had to pass to the other side for me to get the knowledge. So, as I was shown this, the Akashic Records, as I said, is not somewhere you go, it's a place of knowing, of knowing everything about your life right now. You wanna know why everything is happening. And now you're not gonna know everything that's gonna happen in the future. You'll have insights into it. I'd be given glimpses, because that's something the divine doesn't do, it show you the future. Because that just doesn't happen. You'll get glimpses. I know some things, but the beauty is not knowing. What's going to happen tomorrow. That's what makes it fun. But with that power. It's a lot more enjoyable. So the past lives. And experiences. Well. They come into it. My past lives experiences. I spoke about some before. Some I'm not going to reveal. Until later on. Because it's divine timing. I can't. There's some past lives I love to speak about. But I'm a lot. I can't but some past lives I have spoke about. Okay, but your past lives, the fact that you're here on this live means you would have developed to a very high level of consciousness in your past lives. Because if you're interested in such topics and subjects during this lifetime, you got very, very far. In your past life Very far You nearly made it basically This is the lifetime you will make it Most likely Not for everyone Don't know everyone that's here Or who everyone Most people are going to watch this live Another time In the future But whenever it happens You'll know it short time You'll know it's your time and your past lives will become flooding back so past lives are just like you know this is a dream consciousness as i said in my book live the dream this is a dream this is just another dream i'm having this is the character i chose in this dream now in this book i talk about the 12 jungian archetypes right playing those characters in this dream the ruler the creator the sage i'm playing the sage right now funny enough Innocence, explorer, rebel, outlaw, hero, the wizard, magician, jester, the everyman, which is fitting in, lover, the caregiver. These are the 12 characters I play in this dream. All in my book. I'm the sage today. Often I'm the sage when I'm talking on my lives. But sometimes a bit more high energy when I'm standing up, speaking, doing breath work, etc. Sometimes I come across more like a leader. Sometimes I'm gonna come across like someone's more innocent, and I'll talk about pain and suffering. Sometimes I'm gonna come across and talk about fucking the system, and come out come across it like a rebel and an outlaw. Sometimes I'm gonna be in my chi and chi gong and manipulating energy with my hands. I'm a magician. So I am all of these things, and all of you are too, because they're just characters. So I'm playing a character in this dream, he has names, Cam, Cambo, whatever, it's a fucking name, you know, There's labels again, but past lives also had names, labels, but most importantly, I had memories and experiences and lessons and knowledge and wisdom like I've gained in this life. The Akashic Records is where they are stored. So with everything that I've just shared in this live, in gaining access to the Akashic Records and how to get out the fucking way and remember who the fuck you are. Not only remember who the fuck you are in this life, part of that process is remembering who the fuck you was in previous lives. Because that is when the true power fucking wakens up. Because what a lot of what I'm doing here in this live, live in this life right now. Is I'm bringing knowledge and wisdom from past lives back into this life. My qigong, as a qigong master in a past life, right? Breath work. Past life, there I had a past life as an Aztec, as, a, as an Aztec, past life as a shaman. Okay, that's why some of you guys are not me do see me do my shaman stuff. But I'm a shaman too. Where does my shaman knowledge come from and wisdom? I haven't learnt it from books. I've never read a book on fucking shamanism. Ever. In my life. So where does the shaman knowledge and wisdom come from? Well, I connect to shaman knowledge and wisdom by connecting with nature, the trees, grounding, and my ancestors. So my ancestors, my spirit guides. Qigong master. Supposed past life, I got very very high in my level of consciousness as a Qigong master, lived a very long life, 100 years plus. Another past life, Sirius B, the star system, I often spoke about me ascending from the stars. How do I remember all of this? Because I'm remembering my past lives. It's as simple as that. But all the knowledge and the wisdom that you need. Is actually in this life. I've already covered it earlier today. You don't need a lot of information. You just need to understand little information better. Less information. Less is fucking more. Always remember that. Master the simple stuff. Master music. Love. Nature. Breath. That's it forget everything else let the rest just come to you because the Akashic Records is where the true library of knowledge and wisdom is and it's a part of you don't even need to read that book you just get the information and then you can write it or you can speak it it's what I do I write it My book is a product from what I downloaded from the Akashic Records. What I share on my page. Knowledge and wisdom from Akashic Records. Not external sources. Got to get out of this mindset that humanity has been conditioned into. Which has limited them. Limited them into thinking that they need to learn to know when you do not need to learn to know, you do not need to learn to know. All right, much love. Any questions, anyone? Also, also is a yeah, I just spoke about also a little while ago actually. Proper also is one of my. One of my favourite gurus. Well, he's a good guru. Good, good man. Past lives. Alright, just hold on a few minutes. If anyone's got any questions, otherwise I'm going to close it off. done it over an hour 20 minutes today. This live will be recorded and it will go on the Instagram page and on the YouTube channel. Can you repeat the simple things to master? I like it when you talk about that it makes seems less stressful. Yes absolutely. Thank you very much for the question. So. How could I remember my past lives? Well, this is, you got to get out the way. I'll come to that one. Um, This video, I don't know how much of it you caught, but I was touching on that today. YouTube link is in the bio. All my links are in my in my link tree. All my links, my links to the the YouTube channel, which is quite new, so please subscribe because I haven't we haven't got many subscribers on there at the moment. Um, I'm just putting my videos from here on there at the moment. The Facebook page, the Cambo, the Mind of Matter page, 103,000 followers on there. That's been going a few years now. Uh, this Instagram page only started in June 2021. All the links are there in the bio to my book as well. So the simple things to master. Music, love, nature and breath. Music, firstly, is important to master. Okay, uh, Connect with. I, I would say, connect with music, love and nature, and then you will master them. Okay, breath, connect. So to master anything, you have to connect with it. Okay, so mastery begins with connection to whatever it is you're trying to master. Not by n- learning more, it's by connection and doing practice. Okay, I'm a practitioner. A practitioner means you do stuff. My dad wrote on the back of that book I spoke about earlier, the truth is high. Higher still is truthful living or living the truth. So you can know the truth or know truths, but if you're not living them, they're pretty useless. So you've got to live truth. Truth is not something you just know. You need to live it to embody it. So to embody a truth, you must practice. So practice music. Music is easy. Just listen to music. Connect with music. Everything is sound. In the beginning there was the word, which is a sound. Okay. And then God said, let there be light. Right? So sound creates light. Or sound or om, primordial sound. Om. It's a vibration. The vibration crowns sound wave frequencies, which creates light. So everything is sound frequencies and light. So when we connect with music, We remember the true nature of everything. You'll actually just start to see, like I do, when I do Qigong and when I listen to music, especially when I close my eyes, I see music. Right? So to know you're mastering the realm of music, you should start to see music. Next thing is love. You've got to master love by connecting with love. So how do you connect with love? Well, animals, loving animals is a great way. Having a family is a great way. Having a partner and a family, like I have a wife, which I love very much. We've been together nearly 20 years now. And we have two kids. So I can practice love and unconditional love because I have a family. Okay, so family is a very big thing, like. Um, I've been brought up on very strong morals, family morals, and family is is everything to me. Like I would die for my family, right? And I'm, I'm sure anybody would. So, so, so that is love. So I'm not talking about love as in like falling in love with one person. That is love too, but you need to fall in love with everyone and everything. Even everyone that you don't like That's true love That's true love Like loving even the haters Loving everyone Because you know they are you That's true love So Like when I love my cat When I love my children and I love my wife And I love you, everyone here I'm loving you like I'm loving myself But you can't love like that Until you love yourself When I was depressed, when my brother died, I became suicidal. You can't love someone when you're like that. Not properly. So you have to love yourself first. Then you can love others. You can't truly love anyone because if you're still hurt, you will only hurt people. So remember this, hurt people will hurt people. So if you're still hurt, you might hurt people instead of loving them. When you have healed and you've loved yourself and you continue to love yourself until you've healed enough, then you can help people. Like I only help people in this field. I've been teaching people for over 20 years and I've been a therapist since 2005. Master of Neuro Linguistic Programming Practitioner timeline, timeline Therapist Since 2006 But I've been helping people In, in all, From all different walks of life But I did stop helping them When I started to struggle Because I couldn't help myself So that's authenticity Like I do not try to help people when I know I need help And you need to pick up on that, because I have had people which I thought were healers, and they've hurt me. So you've got to be careful. So that's why I always say, like for myself, it's very important to make sure whenever I, I'm, I'm there sharing information, I'm trying to help people, I'm doing it when I'm in a good place if i'm not in a good place i can't help people so you've got to be in a good place and you get in a good place by loving yourself and remembering you are worthy when you master love so unconditional love unconditional love this is unconditional love like i do this for nothing really maybe get some love back that's about it because that's all you need with love. you just need to give love and you get it back, but whether it comes back or not, it doesn't matter because sometimes I get hate back, right? This is the thing you've got to be willing to do like you're going trying to share the message of love in a world where people ain't living from that mindset. It's hard. I mean I get haters, I get people sending me shit. But am I going to stop loving because they're still hurting? No. I can't do that. So I will keep loving even if people keep hurting me. So that's true love. Um, Nature. Connect with nature. Nature is a higher vibrational environment. So if you're in this day and age, a lot of people are stuck in concrete buildings. I mean, just look at Dubai. It's all artificial. Even the beach is artificial. It's not really nature. Now the ocean is still pretty cool, right? The waves and everything. But it's artificial. Like try to find nature. Like nature means not man-made. Not buildings, not skyscrapers, not office blocks, not your house. Like, Outside my house and my garden. Like I've got my conservatory and I'll often do videos there, which is an outside inside space. So it's outside, but it's inside, so it's covered. But then I've got my garden and then my house is in the countryside so I can go outside and be in the countryside. You'll often see me in the stories, just going for a walk in nature. I've got three horses. So I'll go and spend time with my horses. I've got a cat. I'll spend time with my cat. I love my cat. So unconditional love unconditional love like when you have pets and animals it's unconditional love because like like my cat first thing in the morning he's waiting there for me inside of my bed i've got to feed him okay it's like having a child but i'm gonna feed him unconditionally the cat isn't cat's gonna give me love that's all cat's just gonna give me love back my horses are just gonna love me back that's all i'm asking for but i'm gonna give unconditionally i want to give them food i want to look after them i'm going to groom them i'm going to give them a place to stay that's unconditional love as well right nature is connecting with the animals too this is why i stopped eating animals okay not saying that you have to stop i used to eat meat all the time but my consciousness really shifted a lot because it's an etheric thing you know in the meat of the animal animal the flesh of the animal is they're suffering because unfortunately a lot of animals are slaughtered and made to suffer so it goes into their soul it goes into the flesh and it goes into the etheric field so i try not to consume this, the the suffering of animals into my body so these things help connect with nature connect with nature higher vibrational environment like trees are alive grass is alive it's living plants flowers they're alive you're alive so if you're alive and you want to feel alive it's common sense be surrounded by living things be surrounded by life this wall behind me is not alive it's a solid fucking material object It's not vibrating at a higher level. It's not going to help my higher consciousness. So vibrational environment. Because you become a product of your environment. Always remember that. Just being stuck indoors in a building and not getting outdoors enough and being around nature enough like going to the lake or going to the beaches. I love to go to the beach. Watch the ocean. Watch the waves. Because that's a meditation. So I've done a story today, this afternoon, go for a walk. I listen to the, the wind rustling through the trees and listen to the birds. Listening to that is meditation. Ancient wisdom taught us meditation is much more about observation and listening. But meditation has become something completely fucking different with all the misinformation in this new age world. But in India... In ancient wisdom, it was just listen and observe. Witness and observe. That's it. That's what meditation is. So you can actually do it anywhere. You can live in meditation. So that's what I do. I live in meditation. But you, it's a lot easier to do when you're surrounded by nature. So surround yourself by nature. With nature. Connect your feet. Yes. Like, earth thing is very important as well. We are electrical beings, right? Electrical beings. All electrical things have a negative and a positive charge. Left hand, right hand, positive negative charge. In the the hands, when I do my Qi Gong, I create an electric charge and I feel Qi energy because it's an electrical charge. And there's a vortex of energy. Now, you probably can't see that, but there's a vortex of energy in between my thumb and my finger there. Okay, you do this. There'll be a vortex of energy in the middle, a spinning vortex of energy. With the open third eye, you can see it. I can see it very clearly. You might not be able to. You can see my logo fits in there nicely. Funny enough. Um, So. It's all there. Just connect with it. It's all there. Love is there. Music and rhythm and the flow of nature is there. Connect with it. Music, love, nature, and breath. Now breath is an important one to connect with because it's an unconscious thing. It's happening like now, I'm, I haven't taken any conscious breath. But one of my things is camo breath work, right? Four-step framework, 10 to 20 full exhalations out, 10 to 20 full inhalations in, then breath retention for as long as possible, and then rhythmic breaths. That's the camo breath work framework. The camo breath work framework is consciously taking control of something that is normally unconscious. So when you practice taking control of the unconscious, you regain control of what is normally unconscious. So it's mastery of the unconscious mind, breath control. So those are the basics. So, you know, really, those four things, it's all you ever need to focus on. Right, good, no more questions. How do I remember my past lives? Well, as I've said, every life is like a dream. Okay, this is a dream I'm having now. So every past life I've had was a dream. Just like this one. This is a dream consciousness. That's why my book is called Live the Dream, because this is a dream, it's temporary. A dream is a temporary illusion, right? When you're asleep at night, what happens? And you have a dream. You haven't gone anywhere. Yet the whole world appears from nowhere. And in that world, you're breathing, you're talking, you're interacting with people, you're going places. But you're asleep on your bed. In the same way, we are here right now. We can regain access to those dreams. Now, they're not dreams you had at night time. They were physical incarnations. Physical incarnations. So you will remember things very vividly when you start to see the insights, Very vividly. Okay? But most importantly, inspiration, intuition, things will come for you that you... You would think, how the fuck do I know that? Like, it happens to me all the time. Like, with my Qigong stuff, whilst I've I've done karate when I was 7, boxing when I was 11, Wing Chun Kung Fu when I was 14, Krav Maga more recently, and mixed martial arts. But I learned Qigong, but I learned a very basic Qigong. Spring Forest Qigong. Master Chun Li Yin. right? And I've, I've... I've shared stuff and it's actually Spring Forest Qigong two level course that I bought like 16, 17 years ago. I did that. It's very basic. It's about three energy centers and uh, not seven, not the full seven chakra centers. And it was just feeling yin yang, breathing in the energy of the universe. There was a secret passphrase for accessing, accessing the universe. It was just I am in the universe and, and the universe is in me. So it's very, very basic Qigong. So i had done a few basic Qigong courses. Yet I became a Qigong master. A lot of that is down to practice. But knowledge and wisdom started to flow to me from somewhere which I never knew where it was coming from. Like I knew stuff and I was doing stuff in my Qigong that I knew... Had to come from somewhere else. I just never knew where it was coming from. It was only later. Like last year when I went into enlightenment. I figured out I actually had a past life. As a Qigong master. Okay. But. Before that. I just thought. Where the hell is it coming from? So. You will get glimpses. Initially by getting insights into information. Of things you think like how the fuck did I know this? I didn't learn this from anyone. But I just know it and I know it really well. So shit like that will happen. Because. And the more you connect with it the more you will remember. So in this incarnation. Incarnation. I'm born into Sikhism and I learned a lot about Sikhism. Okay, but there have been past incarnations where I learned and I was a Christian past incarnations where I was a Hindu and I focused more on that particular commitment to or a path because they're all different paths to the same thing all different paths to the same source. So having different lives and different experiences on different paths to the same source is very insightful very very insightful indeed so your past lives well enlightenment is the true way to gain insights into it because that's when God takes over your mind and your body. Because you have a limited mind, which is the mind that we, we think we are or we think is our mind. But when we get beyond that mind, when we keep doing the mantras like I'm not the mind, I'm not the body, I'm not the mind, I'm not the body. And i done the whole mantras live two days ago, right? Why good or similar? Okay, getting out of the mind. We've got to replace our thoughts. Not only conscious thoughts, but unconscious thoughts with the mantras so that the sound frequencies, the divine sound frequencies overtake those tones and frequencies overtake all the noise. So the noise needs to go. When the noise goes, the mantras are the most powerful way to get rid of the noise because that noise replaces that noise. Okay, it's easier to replace noise with noise rather than have no noise. So mantra is just replacing the nonsense with so I, I did Om Namah uh, Shivaya, Om Mani Manipadmeham, Gayatri Mantra, Om Burvosvaha, Tatsavitur Varinyam Bargo, Devasiyad, Mahi, Deo, prochodayat Right. So these mantras I've done a whole two hour live on it two days ago. So I'm not going to do that again. But the mantras will help you get out the way and get your thoughts shut off because those thoughts are the ones that get in the way. What you think you know and what you keep thinking when you keep thinking you keep getting in the way and it's difficult to stop thinking so what you do is you use mantras the power of mantras and sound and music technologies because everything is sound that's why we hear our thoughts you hear your thoughts so we have to engage the throat chakra as i said in the mantras video two days ago so, when we do a mantra like Om Burvos Vaha Tatsavitur Varinyam Bargo Devasya De Mahi Deo procho Dayat, I'm engaging my throat chakra when I say it out loud, but I can also say it internally Om Burvos Vaha Tatsavitur I can say it internally, so. But I want to engage the throat chakra. It needs to be engaged in the throat chakra because when you have internal conversation, internal dialogue that creates the noise, your throat chakra actually gets engaged. That's what creates the sound. So even if it's internal, because remember you don't only see out here and hear out here, you also, you don't only feel out here, you feel inside, you hear inside, you see inside. That's the programming language of the mind that you need to regain control of. So those sounds then become vibrations, and those frequencies—well, those vibrations become frequencies, and those frequencies become the overtone tones of your your nature, your state of being. So the easiest way to get out of the way is repeat mantras, so that you do not hear the noise that keeps getting in the way, because you can't rem- you can't. Consciously think about your past lives, it's impossible. You need to be connected to unconscious intelligence. Remember, unconscious intelligence is the intelligence that you're born with, keeps you alive at night. That's what keeps that's what creates the dreams at night time. Right? That's unconscious intelligence. You do not consciously create a dream world. You do not consciously create a dream world. You do not get your pen and paper and say, Let me create a dream tonight, and this is gonna go here, and this is gonna go here. This is what I've been talking about. You do not need intellect. Intelligence and intellect are two completely different things. Intelligence is automatic and you need to remember it is automatic and you have the power to allow for that intelligence to unfold unfold automatically. And for it to teach you automatically, just like it's keeping you breathing automatically, just like it's pumping your blood through your veins automatically, just like it's giving you heartbeat automatically, just like it's doing everything else automatically. You do not make a business plan to wake up alive in the morning. You do not. Because you do not need to. Just like you do not need to make a business plan to find out about your past lives. The only thing that's getting in the way is you thinking you do not remember and you believing you do not remember and all the conditioning that's took place up until your life right now, which has taken you away from it. That's why I've been talking about today. It's all about unlearning. Unlearning. Take the layers off. Take the layers off. You do not need to find yourself because you are who you are. You just need to remember yourself by forgetting who you are not. This is a more forgetting process. Forgetting consciously who you think you are and remembering who you are unconsciously. Get it? Because that's where your past lives are there, man. They're not going to be the same as mine. But they are there. Hopefully that answers your question. All right. Thank you very much. What are your thoughts and explanations on being aware of aroma smells when dreaming? Well you do have aromas and smells when dreaming. Very rare to remember them. I mean um, it's very rare for people to remember their dreams at all at night time. Remember when you are awakened consciously like I said since enlightenment I do not dream at night. Because dreams will stop at night because the only dream you will have is this one that you're alive in now. But also, after enlightenment, you won't sleep a lot. I I will often only sleep three or four hours a night. That's all I need. You do not need any more than that. It's, again, conditioning. People have been made to believe they need things that they do not need. You do not need seven or eight hours to sleep a night. You do not need to eat that many times a day. You do not need a lot of the bullshit they've been taught. It's all stuff that's been taught to you. And what you've been taught is not always true. Remember, this is about forgetting what we thought was true. And remembering what is true by, this is why I'm a biohacker. I find out what's true by using my body, my vessel as the experiment. It's the best way to know the truth, isn't it? You learn it yourself. Use yourself as the experiment. Right, that's that's how it's all possible. You've got to become the experiment. You've got to become the practitioner. It Only comes through doing. Not by reading and learning. Said so knowledge is learnt. Wisdom is gained. Just like muscle is gained through practice. Just like experience is gained through practice. Wisdom is gained. I've experienced it two, uh, now twice. First time was the distinct smell of person's aftershave deceased family member. Second life was dreaming of flowers. Um there is sense and smell. Sense and smells like the sense and smells in the physical world like we have five senses, right? We see, we hear, we taste, we smell, we feel. Now the strongest ones are what we see, what we hear, what we feel. But what we smell and taste are very subtle. So firstly, I'd say you're probably very intuitively connected with yourself. The fact that you pick up on smells and uh, aromas. I do myself too, so it's interesting. Um, Because smells and taste is something that people do not pick up on generally they are very subtle in terms of like the other the other senses the visuals auditory what you hear what you see and what you feel is usually a lot stronger so if you do smells are very very like this is why i'm burning white sage because smell is is important so it's a i'm glad you brought it up so aromatherapy is very very powerful and actually aromatherapy is something that will heighten the senses so when we talk about an open third eye it's not just seeing, we're heightening all senses, so the open third eye is seeing more clearly, hearing more clearly, feeling more clearly, smelling and tasting more clearly, right now taste changes anyway, like taste changes anyway after enlightenment, and taste changes when you do breath work and taste changes when you meditate, like most ascended masters and ancient a lot of ancient wisdom. As taught and explained that changes perceptional changes take place in scent and in taste when you when you ascend to higher consciousness and it does because you there's a sweet taste talks about it in the guru Granth Sahib. there's a sweet taste the sweet nectar of the divine that you can taste um, so like when God, the divine touches my heart, a lot of the time I'll flood in tears, but I will flood in tears and it will be a taste. There will be a taste in my mouth. And there's always a smell with that taste. The taste and smell was usually connected, like the nose and the mouth is connected. Most of you probably know that, right? The nose and the mouth is connected. Like when you eat something, you like. If you don't smell the food, it's not gonna taste the same. So remember, taste and smell is connected. Right? Taste and smell is always connected. So our taste, if we took the smell away, what we taste will not taste the same. So taste and smell always work together. This is an example of a cash Records at play because I do not know, I didn't know I knew this. Okay, so. Thanks for the question. So, but that's why I watch my lives back because I don't know what I say. <laughs> so I watch them back and I say, well, What the fuck was I talking about for two hours? Let me go back and listen. So, in the dreams, You can also smell and taste so when we like when we think about a past memory we can often remember what we saw what was happening we can see the movie play or we can see images at least glimpses pictures from that past experience or movies little movie clips we can hear sounds we can feel what we was feeling back then we can even often hear what we were saying to ourselves Okay, I do this with timeline therapy. That's why I'm closing my eyes to remember. Right? But often, with past memories, you will also associate tastes and smells, right? I mean, how many of you sometimes smell something and you remember the past experience? Because it will remind you of something. So, like, I, there's a certain smell of plastic that reminds me of, like, the old Sony Walkmans. Because I love music. And I remember one of my first Sony Walkmans was this big, bright yellow Sony Walkman. I don't know if you remember them, <laughs> but it had a really distinctive plastic smell. And every time I smell certain plastic, it reminds me of that instantly that yellow Sony Walkman image pops up in my mind. So it is a programming language. It's a part of the programming language that we use to make sense of the world around us and the world within us. Right? So, in a dream, it's the same thing. In a dream, of course, when you're really vivid in a dream, I have practiced vivid, lucid dreaming. Okay, this is nothing but a dream. When we're in this life, this is just a temporary dream. That's why it's temporary, just like a dream. The only reason it seems more real is because everyone's having the same dream. That's all. But it is still a dream. But everyone's having the same one. or at least their version of the same one. But your world is your world. You gotta remember, like my world is my world. Like everyone has their own world, and then there's a world there. Like in terms of dream consciousness, it's better to look at it as like there's your world and then there's another world, which is not really your world. That's the way I look at it. I have much more control that way because I can always control my world, but I don't have to control the world out there. So when you have a dream at night uh you can become more vivid in the dream at night. The way you become more vivid in dreams at night is you can try specific techniques like meditation, enhances your awareness, so you become more conscious of the unconscious, right? Conscious breath work. So when you do exercises like conscious breath work, uh, deep meditation, and you remain a week hovering between waking, sleeping, dreaming states, right? You get above the waking, sleeping, dreaming state and I've done, often done videos before where I say, look, I feel like I'm above the waking, sleeping, dreaming state. That's no longer the state I'm in. I'm not asleep. I'm not awake. I'm not alive. I'm not any of those. I'm somewhere else. So it's a state of being. It's a state of awareness to be beyond the sleeping, waking, dreaming state. So that's why I no longer dream at night dreams will not come cuz now what happens instead at night for me and more than likely for anyone else after enlightenment is you're just going to have consciousness and that consciousness is really weird like for me it seems like i don't go to sleep My body goes to sleep but I do not, I watch myself sleeping. So that's why it only takes three or four hours for my body to rest and I'm up again. Um, You can't watch yourself sleep for longer than that really, it gets quite boring. You do not need what everyone's been forcibly conditioned to believe. In terms of sleep, I think it makes you more asleep if anything. Now rest, rest, I rest a lot, spend a lot of time in deep meditation, but it's different to sleep. When you've woken up in this life, you don't need to sleep so much. It's when you're asleep in this world, you feel like sleeping more. That's why depression does that to you, because when you're depressed, you just want to sleep all the time. All right. We have done two hours. I'm going to call it done there today, guys. Thank you very much. The divine has finished. I've been given the signal to close down the life. Thank you very much for joining in. Much love.